Hey, what's up? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to But I'm an Emerging Artist. Um, today, I'm chatting to Meg Clark, wonderful actor. Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> Hello, I'm Meg. <laughs> Thank you for calling me a wonderful actor. That's very <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, today, we're going to be chatting about a show that you're doing in, is mm-hmm. it like a week or two? Oh God, yeah. I believe it's two weeks out, but we've got two rehearsals left, which is absolutely terrifying. But you know, mm. keep on yeah. keeping on. <laughs> um, so do you want to talk a bit about the show and what it's about? Uh yeah. It is a one woman show, my very first, which is quite daunting, um, but also very exciting. It is called Iphigenia in Splot, which is a lot of strange words altogether. But basically, <laughs> um, it's named for the Greek myth um, and Splot is a place in Wales. So basically, it's kind of like a, a riff on sacrifice in Wales, I guess. Although really there's nothing about the Greek myth in the play apart from the title, which has always confused me a little bit. <laughs> but there you go. Um, but essentially it's, it's about, I guess, um, people who are fairly downtrodden by society, um, who we judge um, definitely like from a working class background Mm. Um, yeah, and it's about the judgments that we make on others and also the way our society doesn't support people from lower socioeconomic backgrounds, basically, which is something I feel pretty passionate about. So it's cool to be telling a story like that, but it's also pretty funny. So, yeah. Mm, awesome. Is it set in Wales or are you recontextualizing to make it Australian? Um, it's set in Wales, so I am doing a Welsh accent, which is also Ooh. quite challenging. Um, yeah. Luckily, the producer is Welsh and she also uh, has a bit of accent coaching in her background. So that's been very helpful. Um, but it's not recontextualized. I think it's too much of a Welsh play to recontextualize, yeah. you know, but it is really, I think it's pretty much a story that resonates through the Western world really. Um, yeah. Yeah. How has it been getting a play back up on stage after COVID? I know. So strange. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, it's very, everybody seems very excited about it, which is really cool. I feel like when COVID first happened, I was hoping that when it calmed down a bit that everybody would embrace theatre a bit more and I've been hearing Mm. about all these sold-out shows and I just think that's really awesome that, um, yeah, it's sort of brought a new life to the theatre in some ways because everyone feels really lucky to be able to go and be in the theatre. So, um, uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty incredible. I feel very, very lucky and a lot of my friends are like, oh, my God, you're back on stage. What the hell? It's not fair. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Um, Yeah. With this show, because aren't you doing, like, it's, like, live performance and online or something like that? Yeah. So, basically, because we started sort of putting it together when the restrictions were a bit more hectic, um, Mm. the idea was that we would do, like, a live stream of a very small audience show um, and people could tune in. And then the restrictions eased a bit and it turned out we could get, like, um, quite a few people into the theatre Uh, And then these cinematographers jumped on board. And so now instead of doing a live stream, we're actually making a film 
Oh, wow. yeah, of the show, which has different blocking and everything, <laughs> uh, and also doing a performance. So it's it's a lot, but I guess it's cool yeah. now. I think in the modern world to have something this big, uh, like down on camera, for an actor to have that in their archives is pretty um, pretty great. Because you know you do a really good show, and then you're yeah. like, well, no one will ever see it. So <laughs> you know that's that's that. So it's cool that I get to keep this one. I just hope that it's mm. good. <laughs> How is it doing a one-woman show? Is it, dude? Hard? It's so weird. It is hard. Your brain really plays tricks on you, and I sort of like you've done it so many times, and you get to these points where you go, "When have I always said that line? I I can't remember <laughs> ever saying that line." And then you know you run out of energy during a scene, and you kind of look for your other actor to rejuvenate you a bit, and there's no one there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Yeah, it's so different. It's a totally different ball game. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's really, well, it's incredibly challenging. But I think I'll feel pretty great, um, you know, if I can pull it off. <laughs> like the one character the whole time, or are you switching between? Um, so I'm the one character the whole time, telling a very long story with lots of different people in it. So I do do a bit of like. Mm different voices and talking to myself and kind of embodying other people, which is also difficult because I wanted to do um, all different voices for all the characters that come up in the story. Um, There's like men uh, and old women and young children, all sorts, and they all have to be Welsh. So to just do one Welsh accent is already pretty hard. And now I've had to make up all these other Welsh kind of styles of speaking, which has been actually really fun. But, yeah, it's... uh, I guess it's like the it's like a dream for an actor really to do something like this. Yeah. It would just be, you know, a, a, when you're doing independent theatre, you have to, you know, still work a full time job, so that makes it a bit tricky sometimes. Yeah. But hey, one one person shows the one thing that I'm just too afraid of. Like, <laughs> I'm, no, I cannot do it. I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah. <Too much> cut <laughs> up. I never thought I would do one, to be honest. And then mm-hmm. I just never thought I would get the opportunity. It is a lot of pressure. God, I know. I, I'm very nervous. You've caught me two weeks out as well. So I'm in like prime time of anxiety. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, how is this going to mm. work? But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, why do you think that this story should be told? No, ooh, or is big that question. relevant to um, our existence right now? Great question. Well, um, I feel like there's a lot happening in the world, particularly this year. A lot of things have been brought to light that I think are really important. Um, one of them being like privilege in a big way. Um, mm. I think, oh gosh, it's such a big topic, but uh, I, I guess when you come from a background where you don't come from like a lot of money, for example, or you know, you're in um, a disadvantaged situation uh, by something that you can't change, um, the choices that you didn't make, you know, how we're all born. Um, It's difficult to get ahead in the society that we've built. As we all know, you know, if you're Mm. born in the block in Redfern, your chances of succeeding are a lot like even statistically a lot less uh and then you look at you know really um pumped up wealthy private schools and they've got everything at their at their fingertips really and i think 
funnily enough, Jackie Lambie had a really good sentiment about this in Parliament, and I've never really been a fan of Jackie Lambie, but she had a <laughs> massive um, uh, sort of speech about the working class and how we're leaving people behind, and I was like, wow, go Jackie. But, <laughs> yeah, I guess... Um, yeah, I guess privilege. I guess this story is about someone who isn't privileged and how they have to take the sacrifices for everybody else. And that does happen right. so often in society all the time. And there's so many issues going on at the moment. There's so much in, like, our political sphere. Uh, but I feel that's a conversation that we really need to still be having, which may sound ridiculous, but I, I sometimes do feel that the working class particularly is being left behind a little bit. Um, yeah. And, you know, we can engage in a lot of intellectual political discussion at the moment with our friends and in the arts. But to mm. be honest, you know, we're not really reaching um, the working class at all. Um, you know, yeah. they yeah, and, and so I think it's cool to, like, tell a story about that. And also, I, I, I don't want to give too much away about the play, but it really does hold everybody accountable. That it, It's got a very obvious message and it really sort mm. of sends to the audience, like, you're sitting here because of someone else not being able to sit here, I guess. Yeah. Um, wow. And I think that that's, yeah, especially, like, in all, you know, in all the stuff that's been said about private schools and the media recently, um, you know, with the whole Shaw Boys fiasco. Mm -hmm. Well, not really fiasco. That was terrible. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like that thing where we have all these people who are, who are in society who already have so much, we just keep giving them so much more. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people are left behind to take take the cut for everybody else, I guess. Uh, it's, yeah, and I, I, I've sort of grew up in a pretty um, humble background, um, you know, mm. and so, yeah, there's a lot that I have actually had to overcome in regards to that, um, and that has made me feel particularly passionate about, about the way that we distribute wealth in, <laughs> the, in, our, in our country and across, well, the world, really, but, yeah. So a lot of big ideas. Does that answer the question? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it does. I think it does without spoiling the show. Yes, I hope. <laughs> but now everybody's going to be um, like, so where's this political message? <laughs> <laughs> when most of the show is a comedy. So I want to make that clear. <laughs> um, are you working on an, is it like an all-female team? Um, pretty much all-female, except for the cinematographer and the camera operator. And also our soundie. So the film, the people who are more uh, associated with filming it are male, but everybody else is female, yeah. which is actually interesting. I've never thought about that, but I guess, yeah. How is that working with a, like, like with all female in the room? Is that, does it change the kind of way of working or? Yeah, I, it's an interesting question because, of course, I did uh, something with Lucy Clements, who's the director. She did this thing called the Ignite Collective, which was all female, like no male at all, uh, not even mm. in writing or anything like that. Um, and that was really interesting between the sort of cast. I found there was a lot of sort of like female, um, you know, female moments and <laughs> female mm. relationship. But I guess for me, like, I, I do have quite a lot of close male friends and men are very important in my life. So, mm. 
Yeah, I, I, I guess for this particular show as well, because there's no other cast members, I haven't really noticed the gender thing being mostly female, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It hasn't really, it hasn't. And I've sort of worked with everybody before, so it kind of just feels like, yeah, okay, here we go, comfortable, old friends, you know. Yeah. So I guess it feels very comfortable. It's a very comfortable and safe working environment. But, um, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to plug the show? When is it? Where is it? How you can buy Oh, okay, bits? good idea. Um, it is in two weeks. It's at, I should have, <laughs> I should look it up. <laughs> it's at Flight Parts in Marrickville. Um, you can buy tickets on New Ghosts Theatre's website, so newghosts.com, and also uh, through flightparts.com. And also on my Facebook, I'm really advertising it. So if you want to add me on Facebook or follow me on Instagram, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you will be able to find out about it there. But uh, also, um, I'm not actually sure how to access the video link, so that's not very helpful. But follow me on Instagram and I'll tell you. <laughs> um, and also, I'll find out the information and put You're it a legend. in the description. <laughs> something like that. Mm. Um, did you want to chat about, you said that you were starting a production company, which is mm. awesome. Do you want to chat about that? Yeah. Um, it's a film production company. Uh so basically during COVID, I think everybody, it was really fucked for the arts, really. Like, I mean, it was yeah. just like, whoa. And to see that the uh, government as well just didn't really give a shit. Like, it was kind of like, wow, no one really fucking cares about the arts. Mm. Uh, as we already knew, but it was just a real underline of that. So I felt like... Uh, yeah, I kind of just felt this thing where I have to really take my career into my own hands and stop waiting for somebody to cast mm. me, basically, in a TV show or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I worked on a couple of little projects with my partner, my boyfriend, um, <laughs> and essentially we kind of started writing heaps. We started writing a film. Um, I started writing a show with a good friend of mine as well. And then... Um, we decided to start a production company. It was kind of like this crazy flurry of COVID ideas, but we did. And yeah. now we're shooting our first film um, in like three weeks, which is really exciting. Wow. Yeah, I know. And we've gotten this amazing team together. It's really, yeah, I feel like everybody's really excited to do something. Um, but mm. uh, yeah, so that's been pretty amazing. And I've started producing, so I'm not actually going to be in the first film that we do. Um, so I'm mm. just producing it, which is a totally different ball game. I mean, holy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like on the other side of the, of the fence and it's so weird to think that that's what people must think about me when they're trying to produce me and actors can be difficult and people can be difficult and people yeah. want what they want and it's just so funny. But anyway, I'm enjoying it a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Are you allowed to say what the film is about? Um, yes, I will vaguely. I mean, it's a, it's a, was written by my partner for like, he re, was writing it for something like five years. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, and it's based on a true story, which is kind of the ethos of the company. I guess what we want to do is tell true stories, but more mm. rural Australian stories. Um <laughs> that are also about, I guess, a younger demographic 
in a rural landscape. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a true story based on um, something that happened to his grandfather, who is a farmer, uh, when he was younger. Um, but I guess the idea of it is is it's definitely about drought, I guess. That's a big part of it. So there's a lot of, like, environment issues um, and it's mm. about a family and sort of grappling with the force of nature, I suppose. It's very – it's kind of sad. Well, it's quite oh, wow. sad actually. <laughs> but it's it's a cool story mm. to tell, I think. Mm. Mm. Is it like a feature film? No, just it's a just short? a short. Um, we sort of thought oh. we would start – start small and then hopefully use it to build into uh, either a feature version or um, sort of maybe pitch a TV series through that. But I guess Mm. it's more of our first, it's like saying this is the kind of work we want to do. So it's like almost like an advertisement for the future. Like a yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly right. That's the that's the exact words. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you have like a social media account? No, or like no, not yet. yet. We sort of want to make the film. I think. Um. We mm. have an executive producer on board, and he's like our advisor of things, mm. which is very helpful because <laughs> I've never produced yeah. before this, so it's all very new. Um, but we're sort of wanting to get it filmed and then I think we'll start to go into a more public um, forum. So this is the first time really that I've yeah. spoken openly about it, which is very exciting. So you're getting the, the scoop, the fresh news. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Is this... Do you see yourself ever like being a person in the arts who like acts, produces, directs all the things or is it just experimental to get work Mm -hmm. happening to be honest I never did I I kept thinking like oh god I'm gonna have to do something else with my life because this is hard to sustain but I just want to act like I just want to act and I feel like a lot of people say Mm. that but god damn like I just want to be a fucking actor that's all um (laughs) but it's just not that realistic I suppose so I tried to just open my my mind to some more things and trying to make it happen for myself and not wait for somebody to give me the opportunity because I think that's what's really disempowering as an actor as well is that you don't really get to practice on your own at home. Like you can't practice your musical instrument. I mean, you can, but it's quite difficult. Um, And Mm. yeah, you're always at the mercy of somebody else deciding whether or not you're good enough, which is really, it does get exhausting after, you know, seven years or whatever. Um, So I guess I kind of jumped into it and now I've realized it's pretty cool and interesting. And I actually do quite like producing. It's a lot less creative than the other side of things, but uh, I'm Mm. a very organized person and I'm quite bossy. So it suits me well. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I would quite like to direct. I've realized, I think that that's something I would be really interested in doing. Directing is awesome. I remember because I was mm. kind of the same. I was like, I just want to be an actor. I'm just going to be an actor. But then I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? Like, I'm interested in writing and directing. I might as well mm-hmm. try it. And then, um, honestly, maybe made me yeah. actor. Once I directed wow. something, I went back to acting and I was like, whoa. Because I'd seen how it works from, like, a different point of view. And then it kind of made me work better mm-hmm. as an actor for a director. Yeah. 
just knowing how that dynamic works. Yes, absolutely. I even feel that that way being a producer and and now I know like, oh, okay, when I'm on set, I'm definitely going to behave in this way because that makes it easier for everybody and things like that. Um, what are you doing at the moment? I feel weird answering all these questions. What What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, since when COVID hit, I kind of lost mm-hmm. all my work, so that sucked. But um, I, like, two weeks ago, I finished doing a show with the mm-hmm. Q Theatre, which was awesome. It was, like, this big, um, like, ensemble development. And so we went into it with, like, nothing, and then we – through the rehearsals, we rehearsals oh, for like God, two see, we like that's something the whole show. you say you're afraid of doing a one person show. I that's developing for me, but I can't, <laughs> no way. Oh, God, I was kind of like that too. I was like, oh, fuck, like, I don't know if I can develop because the thing is, is that like I didn't want it to just be like a like a HSC drama piece, and so totally. I was like, oh, developing is <laughs> not it. And then, um, but it's so different, like when you work with other professional actors, and it's like. The dynamic was so different and it was so great. And I would oh, do it again cool. in a heartbeat. Um, so it was a really awesome mm. experience. Um, and, yeah, I've just been doing, like, small little, like, random short films or, like, I did a um, I did a development, like, in, I think it was, like, April. And we did this whole theatre development. Weird. It was so crazy. Because <laughs> um, we were meant to do it in person. But then, obviously, with COVID, they were like, well, we can't. And then they were going to cut it. But then they were like, let's just do it over Zoom. And it was so crazy. Like, we had to work to, like, quote-unquote, create theatre. But we were all at home. And I'd, like, never met these people. And it was, like, That's just the crazy. That's so bizarre. Did but... you, like, stand up in your lounge room and sort of, like, move around and stuff? Or It was weird because we – so what we would do is we would each week we'd get, like, a kind of like a task – and then we would go away and do it. And then we would just have to, like, message each other all about it and then, like, have to, like, send snips of what we've been doing and, like, kind of just make it work like that. And then we would present it at the end of the week. And, like, sometimes it would be, like, a video. Sometimes it would be just a written piece. Like, it was just – it was so weird, like, working in that mm. dynamic when it was meant to be, like, an in-person mm. development. Bizarre. It's so strange what this has thrown all – of our world into like the fact that zoom is like a, yeah. a tool that everybody just uses constantly now did it exist before or did yeah. someone make it like what, what was know. it doing before i bet they're so stoked the zoom people they're like fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. the stocks have gone up guys <laughs> yeah um what else is happening these days um i'm doing a performance art piece of the oh, week cool. next week um, so that should be fun. We're doing it's for um Hertzville mm-hmm. Gallery. Um and they're doing this huge exhibition, like kind of based around COVID. And they wanted performance art. And so me and Lanika pitched an idea and then we got chosen. And so yeah, that's happening. Wow. Next week. What exactly is it performance awesome. art? Like what 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 would you describe that as? I'm so I'm so bloody old school. <laughs> I performance art, I what would I describe it as? It's like a performance that I guess you just label as art. I really <laughs> don't know. Um, like what we're doing. So we're playing, it's like a life-size game of memory. Oh, like yes, vaguely. Yes, yeah, so we're playing. It's like where each um, member has like a set of cards and then you have to like try and match with the partner. Oh, yes, um, yes, So we're yes, playing like a life-size, playing like a life-size version of that, like in this big plaza and like, 
they're gonna have like the audience interact with the cards and stuff like in a mm-hmm, safe mm-hmm. way, obviously. Um, and yeah, it should be really fun. It's something I've never done before. Wow, and it's in Hurstville, did you say? Yeah, it's at Hurstville. Right. Plaza. Okay. Cool. When when are you doing this? It's on Friday the sixth. Okay. Interesting. Well, I'm in rehearsal, but I'll tell some people about it because that sounds cool. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Wow. Brave. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like low-key nervous because also we haven't rehearsed it. We're just like, yeah, we'll just, just we'll wing it. Oh, see God. Happens. See, like, that is so – I can't – my roommate is obsessed with improv and she's constantly trying to get me to go along and I, I just cannot think of anything worse. It's mm. not my vibe. I need a script and a very yeah. clear instructions and then I'm good to go. But anything else, I, I – yeah. Uh, I'm a pussy when it comes to that. So yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm like nervous that we might like fuck it up. But you know what? If we do, we'll just be like, it, that's what yeah, we're yeah, yeah exactly. That's the good thing about not having a script. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, is there anything else you wanted to chat about or plug um, or anything? <laughs> I wish, but I I don't have any other exciting projects. That's pretty much it. One of the <laughs> shows started a production company. I mean, I feel like those are pretty. Those are pretty meaty, That's pretty meaty things that takes up a lot of time. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Thank, Thank you so, you so much, much for, for asking me to come on. That's so great. Yeah. Absolutely. And everyone, buy tickets mm. for the show. Um, do you want to say the name? Okay. I, like I also I really struggle saying it, but I believe it is <laughs> Iphigenia in Splot. Mm. there you go um i will put a link in the description of this episode Amazing. and on instagram and yeah go get tickets it'll be incredible <laughs> <I hope> so. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to this episode um i will be back next week with another episode hopefully and yeah grab your tickets for the show And, yeah, stay safe, live your life, all the things.